you're listening to episode 46 of this thing of ours podcast Welcome back to this thing of ours podcast where we talk about all of life's highs and lows and everything in between. Happy Sunday, folks. How was your week? Well, let me tell you about my week or well, yesterday in general, I got myself a sunburn. I don't know if you guys can see it on camera, but um, yeah, it's uh, I don't know if they can see that because of your mic cut off. Let me move this out of the way. So up here, very, very white. <laughs> Down here, very, very red. Um, that is the result of probably... Not listening to your girlfriend. Okay, yes, not listening to her. But about half an hour, maybe an hour at the most in the sun outside on our balcony. Mm-hmm. When I looked at you, you just looked so red. And I just remember saying to you, like, are you feeling okay? Yep. And then you're like, yeah, why? And I'm like, you're so red. Like, it was <laughs> literally a tomato was his skin color. Like, his forehead was all red. His arms, I'm, I just felt so bad. Like, does that hurt? It does not hurt. No. I've had way worse. Oh, yeah. I, you, I remember... I remember the first time you did get a sunburn with me. You asked me to put aloe. I think it was mm. on your back. And yep. it didn't help. So then I went to the pharmacy and I was like, listen, my boyfriend's being a big baby about his sunburn. What can I do to, you know, relieve the pain? And she was like, oh, put on that pink lotion. I can't remember what it's called. No, I can't remember either. My mom used to have it mm. back in the day too. Because my dad used to get sunburns all the time because he also did not listen. And he never put sunscreen on either. So what you're saying is that you got the selective hearing from your dad. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Or Makes just, the, or stubbornness. Just, I mean, you go outside, or you don't both. expect that you're going to actually get burnt, right? You're like, well, you know, I got to cut the grass. It'll take half an hour. It ends up taking you longer. You end up finding other things to do. And then you're outside for longer than you planned. Mm-hmm. And then you get burnt and you don't feel it when you're outside. You don't notice how the sun is affecting you really because when i'm outside i can literally feel my skin like it feels like it's heating up like i feel hot no i mean i don't notice it until i actually get back inside Mm. and then once you're out of the sun then it starts like cooling back down i guess Mm -hmm. and you're like oh wow yeah i am definitely burnt i don't know how you do not feel that thank god i'm black (laughs) because i don't get i've never gotten a sunburn in my entire life yeah no i feel like i've gotten frostbite but i've never gotten sunburn okay yeah i mean it's not fun if it if it's really bad which i've had very bad sunburns where like it's like painful it's like crazy crazy itchy um peeling all that stuff it's not fun Mm. it's not fun but yeah it is what it is i got burnt and now I'm going to look like this for a few days. Well, but it's a good thing that uh, you wear long sleeves at work. Yes. Yes, I do. Mm. So it's not that bad. My face doesn't really burn. What? I, you, your forehead and your neck? 
They, they don't burn. They're a little bit red right now, but it, it'll just tan. It won't, like, peel or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that that's fine. Um, but, yeah, how was your week? My week was okay. Uh, we went bike riding. Curtis got his bike. I'm pretty sure we said that last podcast. Mm-hmm. And we went uh, biking, I think, three times, actually. And being trumpet, we went for a jog. Um, I think it was Wednesday. Shout out to, I don't, I don't even know who actually makes this product, but it's a waist leash for a dog. So you can, you know, tie the leash around your waist and then you can go running. So that way your hands are free. So that's my little product of the week shout out because ever since I got that, I don't even actually use the hand leash anymore. You, you'll see me walking around with the leash around <laughs> my waist while you drop it. It's actually made probably for like jogging yeah. or like she had it on her waist when we went biking as well. So mm-hmm. Trumpet ran beside us on the bikes. We didn't, obviously didn't like bike that fast, but he had a little jog to him. And uh, he stays about four feet away, or the leash is about four feet long. So he stays a, a little bit distance away from the bike. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he just runs beside and he's gotten really good with it so far. Yeah, We went about three... I think three times last week. I was also training him since last year to with get the hand used leash. To, yeah, with the hand leash to yeah. get used to riding next to me with the bike. But if you guys are, you guys have a dog and you're biking, or even if you're running, you want to get some exercise with your dog, try out the waist leash. Yeah, being able to actually put both hands on. Yeah, but just even running though. Yeah, I guess your hands are free. Mm-hmm. Right? And you don't have to worry about dropping the leash or anything because it's just tied around your waist yeah, or yeah. buckled around your waist, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, the week went really, really well. It was really nice all week. So we kind of really took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And today is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Yes, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Anybody mm-hmm. watching this? And to all the fur mommies, mm-hmm. happy Mother's Day as well. Yep. We are a part of this day too. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So happy Mother's Day. Mm, Thank you. And happy Mother's Day to you, mom, if you are watching this video. Happy Mother's Day to you too, mom. (laughs) Can't just let Curtis do a little shout out. I have to shout out my mom too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think my plan this week for this podcast was to kind of just reflect back on our childhood, things we learned from our mothers, um, some things they kind of taught us maybe indirectly that we still do um some lessons that we've learned and you know little things like that okay yeah so if you guys have any as we're going along that you want to share leave it in the comments below i'd love to hear uh some of your stories as well yeah all right so the first question i guess to reflect on mother's day what was your favorite memory with your mom I mean, I don't really know my favorite memory off the top of my head, but something that pops up in in my head right away is just going to school in the morning. So like my dad would leave for work at like 7, 7.30 before I had to get on the bus to go to school, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure my first year of school... My mom probably would bring me to the bus stop. I don't really remember how that all happened. But at some point, I guess I maybe wanted to be a big kid and go by myself. I wanted to show the other kids at the bus stop that I was cool and that I could do things on my own. You were a big boy? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So at some point, I remember going by myself Mm -hmm. 
But as I went by myself, because it was literally just next door, right? It was my next door neighbor's driveway. That's where mine was too. Yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah, like literally same side of the street and my mom would let me go. But then when I got there, I can see when I look back, she's like peeking through the little blinds in the pic- like the big picture window yeah, that I we have. Yeah, you're talking about. So yeah, she was, uh, she's peeking through the blinds and making sure I'm okay, you know, that motherly instinct, making sure everything's okay and just watching me actually get on the bus and go and then, then we're good, right? Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's just a boy thing. Like eventually... The son no longer wants his mommy to walk into the bus stop. <laughs> it has to be. Because when yeah. I was younger, I always wanted my mom there. You yeah. know, hence that there was always bees or mm-hmm. a wasp or whatever at the bus stop. She always watched me through her bedroom window. She never really came outside. <laughs> but I can relate to that because every year, the first day, she would always take me to school. So my okay. first day of kindergarten, grade one, grade two, all the way up to university, literally all the way up to university is when she took me to, to Just my first your first day. day, though. Just my first day. Okay. Yeah, she was always there to take me. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it just happened. You know, it wasn't like we planned it. It was just happened that way. Okay. Yeah. So it just turned into a little tradition. Yeah. Started from young and then ju- just kept doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to know, all the boy moms out there, <laughs> does your son not want you anymore to walk into the bus stop (laughs) at what age did he say no mommy i can do it by myself yeah and for the mothers out there that do have daughters do they still want you to go or do Mm. they want to go by themselves as well yeah i'm curious i I never wanted to so you wanted to always have your mom there yes i need someone to protect me from the bees but also there was other kids at the bus stop there were girls too though and they always had their mom there. Okay. But my mom was like, you're just right across the street. <laughs> I'm going to keep my pajamas on. I'll watch you through the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so no. that's what my mom did. And I, I remember at, at a certain point too, like probably, at, I guess I was like nine years old. Mm-hmm. That's when my brother started going to school, right? So I remember bringing him with me. And then I was like the responsible like adult kid. Oh, yeah. You were the big brother? Yes. The tough big brother? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But uh, what what's your favorite memory or a memory that pops in your head first? Well, because last week we were talking about hair. Was it last week or the week before that? Uh, I don't know. But So growing up, my mom always did my hair. I'm pretty sure I mentioned this already. So that's actually one of my favorite memories um, with her. That was our bonding time. Me, my mom, my sisters. My mom did all of our hair, right? Three daughters. That's what she did. That's what she loved to do. She loved to do hair. So growing up, I've always let her do my hair. She'd wash it, you know, put in roller sets or we'd go to the hair salon together. I have to say that is probably one of my favorite memories because it always involved just me and her. Okay. You know, like even when she'd start braiding my hair, we would sit in front of the TV, put a movie on. And that's the only time she would literally stay awake for a movie is if we were, she was doing my hair and we were watching a movie. So she's just like you. Yeah, basically. Fall asleep right away as soon as you put a movie on? I don't fall asleep right away. Okay. okay There's about a half an hour gap. Five minutes. Half an hour. But anyways, <laughs> that is one of my favorite memories. And I still allow her to do it as an adult now because uh, I know it brings her joy. Okay. You know, so it, it kind of relaxes her, I think. And she just loves doing it. And brings you joy too? It, yeah, it brings me joy seeing her happy doing my hair. Okay. So that's kind of like something that's, that we still do. 
And as so a mother and daughter. A little bonding experience where you guys get to talk and yeah. Yeah. All right. So moving on. Um, what was a life lesson that your mom taught you? Well, I mean, staying on the school thing, like when I was younger, the first day of school and like the first week, whatever, she would always say, make sure you start the school year off right. Make sure you're nice to your teacher. Don't cause them any trouble because they will end up causing you trouble throughout the entire school year. If you are not nice to them and you make their life hard, they will make your life hard. And did you listen? Of course not. Of <laughs> I course don't not. think many kids listen to that. <laughs> so how do you use that today then? I mean, yeah, I didn't listen back then, but I can kind of relate it to now where basically any interaction I have with people, like someone new that I'm meeting, or not even someone new, but let's just go off first impressions, mm -hmm. right? Someone new that I'm meeting, um, I'm going to be nice to them. I'm going to be kind to them, um, respectful, things like that. Because more times than not, you're going to get the odd person, but more times than not, they're going to reciprocate that back to you, right? They're mm -hmm. going to be nice to you. They're going to re be respectful to you. And it'll just make for an easier interaction mm -hmm. and another big thing too is you don't even know who you're talking to yeah right? that's true like if it is someone new that you're meeting mm -hmm. you have no idea who they are or who they know who they know um what impact they can potentially have on your life mm -hmm. right like let's say you do get to know them and you kind of become friends with them because you were nice to them um and then you're looking to advance your career and they're like, oh, well, I know so-and-so. Let me put in a good word for you. Let me put in a reference. That's like, true. You have no idea who you're talking to and what impact it'll have on your life. Mm -hmm. None whatsoever. So the moral of the story is be nice to everybody. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's not only the benefit that you're going to get. Mm -hmm. That is a big part of it. But it's just like it'll just make your life easier because if you're – if you start off being rude to someone for no reason, they're going to probably reciprocate that back to you and it's just going to make that interaction hard and it's going to make your your day that much more difficult. Like why would you even want to do that? It just makes no sense to me why you would want to make your life hard. Yeah. So just be nice. Yeah, that's just something that I learned from her giving me that example of, mm -hmm. you know, start the school year off right. Yeah. My mom um, always told me that too. Yeah. And also if you ever want something just from someone, just be nice, ask nicely mm -hmm. and watch how you're talking to people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One nice lesson I think she taught me was never lend out more money than you cannot afford to get back. So if you, let's say, want to borrow $200 from me, I give you $200, but I need that $200 by your next paycheck because I have a bill to pay. And then you tell me that you can't afford to give me back that money. Well, guess who's in trouble? Me. So she always told me, you know, be comfortable with how much money you're going to lend back and then just don't expect the money back. And if they do give it back, well, then that's great. <laughs> but if they don't, well, make sure that you can afford to not have that $200 in your bank account, basically, is what she was trying to tell me. 
And that was always a, that was a really good life lesson. Cause I use that today and I use that for anything, like even just buying something, right? If I can't afford to give out that $200 to like say a company and I, I know I don't need that $200, then I'm okay doing it. Mm-hmm. Or if I won't really notice that it's missing, then I'm willing to do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like if you, if you know you need the money. And this is going to put you in a bad position. Just don't even do it. Yeah. Just say you don't have it because technically you don't. Mm-hmm. But if you do and you lend it out, then technically don't expect to get it back. It'll be just a good deed on your part. Yeah. Um, and that's if, how I look at it. If they give it back to you, cool. That, that's awesome. But at the end of the day... You were lending it out because you were doing it out of the kindness of your heart. Mm-hmm. They needed it. You could afford to do it. And that that's that's really it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, I, I get what you're you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So it, that's one life lesson she taught me. She taught me obviously more, but that was just something that I always kept in the back of my mind. Next question. What's a relationship lesson that your mom taught you? Um I mean, well, what did you see your parents do? So was your parents more lovey-dovey? So you always knew to show love to your girlfriend. What did you see your parents do that you would say that you saw? I mean, I think one thing that I kind of learned from them that I'm still, that I kind of still do mm-hmm. is I don't, I didn't really see them argue. I don't know what they did behind closed doors when me and my brother were sleeping or when we were gone to a friend's house or whatever, right? I didn't see all that, obviously. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I didn't really see them argue. There was like the little like kind of conversation and kind of debating, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like screaming and yelling at each other and things like that. I Mm -hmm. never really seen that. So... I feel like that's kind of how I am now. Yeah. I don't really have those conflicts with you mm-hmm. or really anybody that I dated, I don't think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I'm just more laid back in a relationship and able to find that middle ground and kind of compromise on what we want. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, like, compromising isn't always a bad thing. Some people may look at it as a negative because you're not getting what you want Exactly what you want, yeah. Exactly. But you're you're finding that middle ground where you're kind of both getting sort of what you want Mm -hmm. and it's mutually beneficial rather than just one-sided. Yeah. And I think that's kind of something I picked up from from both them. I guess I can relate to that too because my mom – one thing, one advice, actually, she always told me, because I asked her one time, I said, you know, you and I have been married for like 35 years now. <laughs> and uh, what's a relationship advice? I just randomly asked her. I remember we were on the, like, we were just driving. I think we were going grocery shopping. And she was like, I just learned to pick my battles. <laughs> yep. Pick my battles. When to argue. Okay. And when to let things go. I was like, oh, that's really good. Well, the thing is with me, I, I, I will say I'm still learning to pick my battles even mm. in this relationship, in, mm. in life in general. Because I feel like when something is on my heart, and if you say something, like for example, if you say something to me and it annoys me, or you hurt my feelings, and you don't know you hurt my feelings, I have to tell you you hurt my feelings. Yeah. 
or you did something that made me uncomfortable. I have to tell that person or else they just don't know. Or maybe they do know and they don't care. But then that will show me to stay away from that person because they they just don't care about yeah. how, how to make another person, how they made another person feel. So that's just a relationship lesson that I've learned from my mom. And I've seen it. You yeah. know, she is very good at picking her battles, when to argue, when she'll bring things up, when she lets things go. My mom is very laid back too. Okay. She's very laid back and I think she's calm. But, you know, you'll know when you rock that boat too much. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's just something I've learned. I don't think I've ever seen your mom upset. Not in front of me anyway. No. So I, I try to be like that. I, I do. I try to, you know, not everything has to be brought up. But I feel like when you do do something, I'm like, he ha I have to tell him. Or else it will eat me alive if I don't say it. Yeah. But... Yeah. Maybe that's why sometimes you say I bring up every little thing <laughs> from the past. And that's what happens too. Like sometimes if we do get into an argument mm -hmm. and I don't say anything for days, I will have the tendency of bringing up the past mm -hmm. and like, oh, well, well, you did X, Y, and Z on April <laughs> 28, 2022, but I never said anything. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm still learning. Okay, I'm learning to pick my battles and just let things go. So you, you pick your battles, but then you bring up other things to support your argument. Yes. I got receipts, honey, <laughs> with dates and times. <laughs> it's stored all up in my brain. <laughs> got a little file that says arguments with Curtis. So it's not necessarily that you're picking your battles. You're picking when to have your battle. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> got to suit up when it's time. <laughs> wow. Let me know if you guys agree with my mom's relationship lesson. <laughs> Learn to pick your battles when you're in a relationship. Let me know in the comment section below. I was actually thinking about this one last night. What is a myth or something that you saw your mom doing that you do now? Mm. I think kind of a, maybe, maybe it is true, but I think my, like my mom always used to tell me, and we used to always buy them around Christmas time. She used to call them Christmas oranges. And really, they're not called Christmas oranges. They're the clementine oranges. The small little oranges. The ones you get in like the little like wood box or whatever mm -hmm. with the orange wrapper on top. <laughs> you know, those ones there. Um, but she would always say they're only good around Christmas time. So they're Christmas oranges. Mm. That was what we called them growing up. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of is true. You do see them more in the store um, around the holidays, right? But you can buy them year-round. I just don't think I ever actually did buy them outside of, like, the winter season, mm -hmm. like the holidays. I don't think I've ever bought them. I just buy, like, the navel oranges, right? Yeah, that's like me and my mom. My, me and my mom, we only buy our mangoes from the Caribbean store. We don't go to the grocery <laughs> store and buy our mangoes. Okay. I used to ask my mom, Mom, you know, the grocery store is selling mangoes. And she'd be like, those are not real mangoes, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> so then what are they? I don't know. But that's just something she told me. <laughs> and it's funny because when you look at the mangoes from the grocery store, then you look at the ones that, you know, my mom buys. They do look different. I will agree. They don't look like the same mangoes. Yeah. So she would always tell me, nope, when you want mangoes, you got to go to the Caribbean or the West Indies store. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I've ever tried one from a grocery store. Mm -hmm. Like, 
growing up, we never ate mangoes. The first time I ever ate a like a real like mango, like the physical fruit, mm. was when I met you. Really? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Like I've had mango juice and I've had little like fruit cups that you get. It's not the same because they add sugar to it. Yeah. But that was my extent of trying mangoes mm. throughout my history, throughout my past. I've only tried the physical fruit when I met you. So what you're saying is I put spice into your life. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guess so. And it's the same thing with okras. Yeah? You never tried an okra no. until you met me? No, I don't think so. Not that I know of or mm. that I paid attention to. I don't. And they kind of look a little bit weird. So I don't know if I would have. Like that's something I would have remembered if I tried it before. Yeah, because it has like a slime texture yeah. to it. If, if I was given that as a kid, I would have been like, what is this? And I probably would have still ate it because that's how I am and how I was. But I would have remembered trying it, which mm -hmm. I don't. And fish cakes. Yep. Yeah. There's lots of things that uh, that your mom makes that I've never tried. Yeah. My mom used to tell me, if you eat beets, my hair will grow. And oh, she yeah. would tell that to me and my two other sisters. Oh, you have to eat your beets. You want long, silky hair, <laughs> curly hair. You got to eat your beets. And then I would eat my beets. But how I would eat them, I would pinch my nose. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stuff in my mouth and then chew with my with me still blocking my nose and apparently you don't taste it if you pinch your nose right which is another myth because she used to tell <laughs> me that too just pinch your nose and chew and swallow you won't taste it you still taste it and it's funny because now today I'm willing to go to the grocery store and buy my own beads but in my back of my mind I'm like I'm gonna get long curly hair yeah <laughs> I'm gonna buy my beads so part of me still believes in that myth I'm yeah. actually curious if we Google it. If beets does make your hair grow. Hey, Google, do beets encourage hair growth? According to Just Beat It, beets contain a significant number of hair-healthy vitamins and minerals like vitamin A, vitamin C, iron, magnesium, folate, and potassium. These vitamins and minerals, especially potassium, are needed by the hair follicles to produce the healthiest strands they can while maximizing their growth rates. Hmm. Wow, so I guess my mom really didn't lie to me. <laughs> Hmm, that's interesting. Growing up, that's literally what she just kept telling me. You want long hair? You got to eat your beets. Eat your beets. Because hmm. I'm willing to eat, you know, broccoli, but I always had to have like the Swiss cheese on it or the um, the cauliflower. But when it came to beets, I just couldn't stand eating them. And definitely when they were next to your rice, because then it would stain your rice red. Oh, I couldn't the, the take Swiss it. The Swiss cheese or the cheese whiz? You mean? Oh, the cheese whiz. Yes, yeah, yeah. the cheese whiz. Yeah. I actually got that idea from my sister. Yeah, the cheese whiz in the... Um in the celery too. Yeah, in the celery, you yeah. Put it in the little scoop part. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I guess my mom really didn't lie to me. I guess that's not a myth. Have you seen your mom do something though that influenced what you do today? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know um she always used to keep the tea towels mm -hmm. in the bottom drawer in the kitchen. And that is still to this day what I do because that's how I grew up. One drawer is dedicated to all your like forks, knives, spoons. Yes. Then you drop down and you got one dedicated to your um, spatula, your spatulas, all that stuff. You got one dedicated to your the, baking ingredients. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. The, like the parchment paper, oh, okay. tin foil, baggies, yeah. all that. And then the bottom drawer. Tea towels. Really? It's gotta be tea towels because when you need a towel, 
they're right there. Mm-hmm. And you're going to need one in the kitchen. My right. mom's bottom drawer was always junk drawer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was whatever. It was the most <laughs> randomest thing. Batteries you might find mm-hmm. in there. It was the most random thing. And that's what I got. Mm-hmm. That's what I do now. And that's kind of how our drawer is right now. It's like a mix of both of us. We keep some towels, but then some junk. Mm. <laughs> I set myself drinks. Like, during that spring cleaning week I was planning to do, I was going to clean out that bottom drawer. We have so much junk in there. We got string in there. I don't even know where that string came from. <laughs> Don't ask we got me. batteries, but it's also mixed with like the measuring cups for baking as well. There's so much junk in that bottom yeah. drawer. I don't know. You've just accumulated stuff in your junk drawer. Our junk drawer. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's something. <laughs> it was supposed to be my tea towel drawer, but now it's a junk drawer, mostly. And also tea towels. Yes, but there's, there's more junk now. My mom does that too, though. My mom does have uh, a drawer for tea towels as well. Oh, yeah. Mm hmm. But it's mostly drunk. Yeah. But it's funny, too, because I remember my first apartment, my mom did put all the drunk in the bottom drawer. So that's just what got, that's just what got passed along. Yeah, yeah. From generation to generation to generation. Yeah, it's funny how things happen like that. Mm-hmm. We just see our parents do it. And that's just something that we we saw happen. So we continue to pass on that tradition and like there there's actually a story i remember hearing it and it was saying how the daughter was asking their mother okay why do you do this and then the mother would say well because grandma did this mm-hmm. right so it just gets like it just keeps passing down and there's no real reason it's just because that's how you were raised and yeah. that's what you saw so that's what you do mm-hmm. it's yeah. the same thing with um that pot there that's black and white has white dots my mom only used that pot for like whole chickens or baking turkey she never uses it for anything else and i'm like okay when i get older i have to have that pot Mm. and it was in my head even though i've never baked or never cooked a whole chicken or turkey before Mm. i have that pan why because i was like when I went to Walmart, I was like, oh, this is the pan I need. If I ever <laughs> if I ever need to cook a turkey, this is what I need. Mm. Or if I ever need to cook a whole chicken, this is the this is the pot I need. And I was thinking to myself too when I bought it, what did I buy? And I'm like, well, my mom has it. Yep. So I need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny how things happen like that, eh? Mm-hmm. So what's a saying that your mom would tell you as a kid? I think something or a quote. Yeah, so a saying she would say to kind of make me think she would always know when I'm being bad is I got eyes behind my head. I know everything. I see everything. Mm-hmm. You can't get away with anything. Right? She would say I got eyes behind my behind the back of my head mm-hmm. or in the back of my head or whatever the saying is. I don't really remember, but I remember hearing that many times. And it's funny because it's almost like she did because she would always find out. Always. I think that's a motherly instinct. I think mothers just know when their child's being bad. Yeah. Or when they're lying. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't know right away, but they ask the question and they can pick up on the vibe whether they're lying or not. I think that's what it is. It's not that they actually know. They just have that ability to get the truth out of you, mm-hmm. right? 
And sometimes you feel guilty for lying to your mother. I know I've felt guilty in the past for lying to my mother. But you are right. I think mothers just, they have, they just have that motherly instinct. I think my mom, I'm trying to think of my, one of my mom's quotes that she's always said. And sometimes it wasn't directly to me. It was just someone that she either knew or it was a TV show or whatever. It went like something like, um, if you... If you don't hear, you're going to feel. Something like that. I can't remember the exact quote. But that is what she said. Those who don't hear, going to feel. What's that mean? If you don't listen, you get whipped? Is that what that means? You get whipped or, you know, you're going to... It's going to hurt you Uh, in some way. Uh, Okay. Yeah, you're going to feel the pain from it. Okay. Okay, yeah. So maybe it's not them disciplining you. It's just the consequence. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I understand. Mm-hmm. You're gonna learn from the consequences the hard way yeah, if you yeah. don't listen. You don't listen. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get that. Yeah. That's actually a good saying. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what, that was one of her favorite quotes that she liked to tell me. Yeah. So it's just interesting to see how we learn things indirectly and directly from our yeah. parents, right? From our mother. So this was just you know something that we wanted to do for Mother's Day, a little dedication yeah. to our mothers, and also you know. As a kid, you don't really listen, but that's not really true. I think when you're younger and your parents are trying to teach you that lesson, they think you're not listening and they think it goes through one ear and out the other, right? But it doesn't. It's just we have to test it for ourselves. Yeah. Some people have to learn the hard way. Yep. Like me and you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like we we hear it because now we we know, Mm -hmm. uh, but we had to experience it. So we were like... We have to see like, okay, this is what they said. Let's see if it's actually true. Mm -hmm. So then we do it. Then we find out it's true and we're like, well, shoot. Maybe I should have listened the first time. Yeah. Or sometimes someone else will (laughs) say exactly what our parents would say. And then I would go home and be like, oh, mommy, this person said so-and-so. I should be like, I've been telling you that. You just don't hear her. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But we hear every lesson. Every lesson. Yeah. Or every lecture. We we see what our parents do, mm-hmm. right? And uh, yeah, everything is just a learning experience growing up. Uh, everything they've, they've said, everything they've done. And it kind of shapes us into who we are today. Yeah. Right? I want to ask you, what lesson do you think, you know, what your mom taught you, are you going to pass on to your kids? I don't know. Probably the, you know, start your school year off right. Start all those interactions on the right foot. Mm, Don't burn any bridges. Exactly. Because you never know where it could bring you and what impact it'll have on your life. Mm -hmm. That that is probably one of the biggest lessons that I can take away and try to pass on that I learned. What's one that you you think you're going to pass on? Um... Stay tuned for next episode where Amelia gives the answer <laughs> no, no, no. to this question. No, I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think what I'm, there's lots of lessons I plan on passing on. Yeah. Probably. Oh, your mom is your best friend and you can trust her more than you can trust your friends. Because whenever I needed advice, right, and I was too scared to tell my mom, I would go to my friends, right? And I'm not saying, like, all friends are going to lead you down the wrong path, but I just feel like, you know, there's some things I wish I went to my mom first for because I felt like she probably would have 
maybe given me a better direction. Yeah. You know, so I feel like that's something I'm going to tell my kids is don't be afraid to tell me anything. Just come to me, talk to me, and we can work it out. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's one lesson I'm, I'm going to always yeah. tell my kids. E- even if you think you're going to get in trouble for it, um, I'm like, the parent will steer you in the right direction because they Hopefully. always want the best for you, mm-hmm. right? Because you're their, their, you're their child. The guardian. They're your child. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean. Anyway. Oh, uh, but yeah, parents always want the best for their children. So mm-hmm. whether they're happy to hear it or not, they're going to try, come up with the best solution and the best outcome, regardless of what it is. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think that's some, that's one of the main ones I want to make sure I tell Yeah. my kids is that, you know, not every friend is your friend. And at the end of the day, I'm your parent and I will always have your back because I'm your mother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So that is it for this podcast. Comment below. What was your favorite memory or what did your mom consistently have to tell you? Or what is a life lesson that you learned from your mother that you use today? Directly or indirectly. (laughs) Yes. So once again, hit that subscribe button, like this video. Uh, If you're listening to this on YouTube, come over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Yes. And if you are listening to this on Spotify, Mm -hmm. at the bottom, if you scroll down, you'll see... We either have a poll or a question. Um, We'd love to hear what you guys have to answer to those questions. And um, remember to follow and rate us on those platforms as well. It does help a lot. Yes, please rate us on Apple and Spotify. It helps us. And even even if you leave a comment, a review, it helps us. It helps Mm -hmm. us improve our podcast as well because we listen to what you guys have to say, good criticism, bad criticism. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll take that, um, not to the heart, but (laughs) (laughs) we will take it and help to improve this podcast. So thank you again for listening to us and happy Mother's Day. Yes. Happy Mother's Day. And we'll see you guys next time. Yes. Peace.